Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning Five for Wednesday, May 31st. We've reached the end of May. Holy crap. <laughs> and it's brought to you by the Perry and Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perry and Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers catchy slogans a few billboards big results bryce today is national macaroon day okie dokie you in out uh, i've never i've never had a macaroon uh so no no i never have I, I would be in i would probably not enjoy the macaroon but i would certainly try it um i'm down for trying anything at least once so yeah i've never i've never had a macaroon just from reading what it is probably not my cup of tea but i would definitely try it okay uh, i think i i think i've had macaroons before um i'm okay with them they're not like something i'm like dying to have but right I'm okay with them yeah yeah I I, it, macaroons aren't like something you see a lot down here like it's that that's not like a typical dessert or snack or something really i don't i don't feel like Bryce, today we are 64 days away from the NFL. Jeez, dude. That's, I mean, that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. 65 I, away from high school football and 87 days away from college football. I mean, 64 and 65, that's only like really two months, just a little over two yep. months. Yep. That's much. nuts. That's insane, isn't it? I can't wait, dude. I'm so hyped. All right, what I'm not hyped about is the Braves. Braves got embarrassed again last night by a team that has now won a total of 12 games. 12 <laughs> freaking games all season long, and the Braves have given up two runs, or two two single wins of their 12, this team. That's that's, that's horrible. Uh, I, it's embarrassing. I'm so glad I didn't stay awake for this game last Me night. Too. Like, I... I, I I woke up this morning and saw the um, uh, saw the saw the result, and I was like, "Thank you, thank God, thank God!" I didn't stay awake for this. I would have been so pissed off that a we lost, and b I stayed up until one a.m. to watch us lose. Kevin Pilar had the lone RBI last night with a bomb. Braves had four hits against a guy who previously to last night was zero and three on the season with a four thirty seven ERA. <sighs> Embarrassing. <laughs> That's bad, dude. And and it's kind of funny that, you know, we talked about are the Braves right now a World Series winning team? Um, and you know, I, I said I, I said at the moment we're not. I think we need one more one more starting pitcher. Doesn't have to be an ace, uh, but somebody to get us kind of over this hump right now. Which our pitching has been pretty well. I think we need one more bullpen arm, and and we needed one more one more bat in the lineup, and. You know, I think last night just sort of proved that at, right now, as it stands, the Braves are not a World Series winning team. 
Speaking of pitching, let me ask you what the hell Bryce Elder did wrong. Seven and a third, one earned, five Ks. Nothing. I mean, honestly, he didn't put a foot or better, I guess, uh, phrase, didn't put a ball wrong uh, last night. Bryce Elder pitched phenomenally. So th- this loss cannot be put on, on Bryce Elder. I mean, he, he pitched. You couldn't have asked for anything more from Bryce Elder. I mean, he did his job. He went out there and did his job. The Athletics have now won back-to-back games for the second time this season and won a series also their second season or series of the year total. Good, good. Great to see. Love to hear that. Uh, setting records out in, out in Oakland. Phenomenal. Great. Ge- oh, jeez. That's so depressing, man. Uh, Rysel Iglesias gave up the game-winning run last night, which wasn't earned in the ninth after only getting one out and walking three. Austin Riley was credited with the game-winning error. Yeah, you know, it's going to go down as a non-earned run for Rysel Iglesias, but the fact that the, the fact that the Braves were even in that position, like, that's one of those times where the stats don't really tell the whole story of how they lost. Yeah. Uh, because it's it, it's not going to be on Rysel Iglesias. Like he he's going to have the loss, but he's not going to pick up an earned run on it. Uh, but but there wouldn't have been anybody at third to score that winning run had Rysel Iglesias not walked three people. So it, it's it's one of those weird situations where he didn't pick up an he didn't pick up an earned run, but he probably should have. Braves remain four up on the Mets and try to avoid the sweep today at three thirty seven. He did have some good news last night though. Braves selected the contract of right-handed pitcher AJ Smith Shaver from or to Atlanta and designated Lucas Lickey for assignment. <laughs> See you later, Ludige. <laughs> Thank God that Ludige has been terrible. He has been the worst pitcher on the Braves. I am so glad they're getting rid of his contract. That is that is great. Him and AJ Minter have been our worst bullpen arms. Minter pitched well last night. Uh, but but Ludige and, and AJ Minter have been by far the worst bullpen arms. Uh, interesting to see what Smith Shawver uh, Shawyer has to uh, to offer. I mean, that's one of the things that I said. I think the Braves need is another bullpen arm. Let's see if he can provide it. Uh, yeah, and the Braves try to get avoid of uh, try to avoid getting swept today. Billy, is that something you thought you would have to say two games into the Oakland A series? No. Not at all. <laughs> um. Just embarrassing. Dude. Uh, I'm gonna just I'm gonna update the stats. Braves are now five and seven with that god awful quick crete on label on the. I, I'm telling you, we should get that trending. We should get that trending. Uh, Schuster on the bump tonight, or not tonight, today for the Braves. Three thirty-seven start time. Yeah, we. Th- so what? What is? What did you say? Three and five seven. And seven. Five and seven. Five and seven. Write that down. I'm going to tweet that out all day long. So the Braves know that thanks to Quick Crete, we now have a losing record. That's that's, in, oh, that's embarrassing, dude. That's just that's awful. Uh, going back to AJ Smith-Shopper real quick, Bryce. This kid has moved up from Rome to Atlanta in less than two months. Yeah, and you haven't really heard much about him, yeah, have you? I have. He's been moving up from Rome. Where have you heard him from? Dude. If you haven't heard about this kid, you are not paying attention. Uh, no, I am. I am not reading all seventy-five articles that come out every single day about the Braves. Definitely this, not. This kid is been stellar. He is 
done nothing but pitch his absolute ass off across all levels. Rome, Mississippi, Gwinnett. He has jumped up all the way up and he has done phenomenally. I cannot wait to see this kid pitch, honestly. Yeah, it looks like his ERA has improved year over year. He had an he had an eight six four ERA in twenty twenty one, uh five eleven ERA in twenty twenty two, and a one point oh nine ERA this year. He's only had, how many innings is he pitching in AAA? None, like hardly any. Uh twelve. He pitched he's only pitched twelve innings. Why are we calling him up already? I'm telling you. He is that seems kind of weird. He's only pitched thirty three innings in, in minor league baseball it's, this year. He's been outstanding, honestly. Hopefully he adds some uh, adds some re- relief to our relief squad in the bullpen because we need another arm. We need another arm back there. Uh, Billy, we kind of wrap up the high school preseason rankings, very preseason from the Georgia Grappler today. We have the 5A high school wrestling rankings, which is where Villarica uh, sits right now, although there is rumors that when reclassification comes out in 2024, I think, um, there's rumors that uh, Villarica might have to move up to 7A, so we'll see if uh, we'll see if that happens. But I know a lot of rumors have been floating around about where schools are going to land during that reclassification period, and I think that's going to happen next year. Yeah. I think it's the 24-25 school year when that's happening. So that'll be interesting to see. But right now in 5A high school wrestling, going into the 23-24 school year. At 106, at rank number 15 in the state is Tate Sauls. At 113, rank 14th. In the state is Oswaldo Harris. At 120, number 10 in the state, Javel Richards. 126, number 6 in the state, Mikel Cronin. 132, 15 in the state, Jacob Roach. At 138, number 5 in the state, Malachi Williams. At 150, number 10 in the state, Talon Talon Arelan. At 157, number 6 in the state, Cohen Ely. At 165, number 11 in the state, Tyson Brown. I think that is Emily's principal son. I think. Okay. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember his first name. I think it's Tyson Brown, but I might be wrong. Uh, at 215, number three in the state, Sawyer Daniel, and at 285, heavyweight number four in the state, Austin Presley. All of those are Villarica Wildcat wrestlers, and overall in the state, they are number six. Uh, Villarica having a very successful wrestling year last year. They look to continue that this year in 5A. Man, we got we got so many good wrestlers out here on the west side. Like it's it's insane, man. I feel like uh, honestly, every time one of our schools doesn't win like the region or at least place in the top five in state, it, it's really shocking to me. Yeah, and we may tag tag team up with Georgia Grappler uh, close to wrestling season just to keep up with it and just having having somebody like like them help us out might be might not be a bad idea um if they've reached yeah, out to i us, mean go to their go to their website awesome. go to their website read their articles look at their rankings they do, honestly 90 percent of the wrestling stuff that we have on here that we don't get straight from the coaches mouths at high schools come comes by way right. of georgia grappler i mean they do a really good job of covering all these uh, all these wrestling all these wrestling young yep. men and women all right, Bryce. So last week we worked on our NHL all-time series. Uh, this this week Indeed. we are doing our all NBA series, and today we are starting with the guards. So let's go. I'll let you go with your two, 
and I'll go with my two afterwards. I think one of our guards were matching, which is fine. It needs to. Yes, for sure. Yeah, so so at point guard, I have John Stockton. Uh, 11 All-NBA selections, 10 All-Stars, 5 All-Defensive second team selections, first in the NBA in assist. Uh, Stockton's assist and steals records will never be broken in the NBA as the Jazz legend finished his career with 15,806 assists. That's 3,715 more than the second highest player in NBA history. And he also ended his career with 3,265 steals, which is 581 more than anyone else. Uh, what Was he the best point guard ever in the NBA? I, you know, it, I, I think for the definition of a point guard, John Stockton was the absolute best. And his longevity, I mean, he played in the NBA for forever. And what you want your point guard to do is create off the dribble and, you know, assist, for lack of better terms, the rest of your squad so they can score. Um, and, and he's a great lockdown defender on the opposite end of the court. So, so in my opinion... The best true point guard for what you want your point guard to do in NBA history was okay. John Stockton. All right. My point guard is a nine-time All-Star. He currently is playing in the NBA. He is a two-time scoring champ, a four-time NBA champion, nine-time All-NBA, a two-time MVP. He is a Western Conference Finals MVP for 2022 and a finals MVP in 2022. He has averaged, let's see. Twenty-four points a game over his career. Twenty-four point six points a game over his career. And his assist totals you're averaging six and a half points per game. Or assist and a half assists per game. His dad played in the NBA, and he has done wonders for the dubs in California. He is Stephen Curry. Yeah, I, I like I I like Steph. He, he's I've never been the biggest Steph fan. Um, I, I I don't know. Not 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 anything on the court. I just. I'm just not a huge. I'm huge trying to Curry. build a team that would be dangerous. And Steph Curry, number one, you're going to be dangerous, right? It's yeah, you are, but you lose so much on the defensive side because of the defensive liability that Steph Curry is. I, that that's the only thing holding me back from from picking Steph. Honestly, I don't even. I probably wouldn't even have Steph Curry in my top five of greatest point guards of all time in the NBA. I just, I just don't like the way he plays defense, and he's he doesn't do the main thing that I want my point guard to be exceptional at, and and that and that's create shots for for the other teammates. Um, Steph doesn't have to do that because of the way his game is. He creates shot for himself, and that's that's fine. That's you know he, he's he he is. Steph Curry is the greatest shooter in NBA history. Um, I don't think that's debatable. I think the only other person that's up there is is Reggie Miller. Um, but but Steph Curry is the greatest shooter in NBA history. 
I, I probably wouldn't have him in my top five of greatest point guards of all time in NBA history, but I can certainly understand the, the, you know, the way you're building a team, why you would have him up there as your point guard for your all-time team. I mean, there's going to be scoring literally yeah. everywhere on the entire court. Everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and the shooting guard, Billy, we both have the exact same shooting guard. Yeah. It's MJ. I mean, there's, there's no other answer other than Michael Jordan. I mean... You know, he is, I don't want to say he's the Tiger Woods of, of, of the NBA or is Tiger the Michael Jordan of golf, but I mean, it's, it's MJ. He's, he's, you, you can't debate that. He's a hall of famer, 14 time all-star, 10 time scoring champion, six time NBA champion, 11 time all NBA, won the rookie of the year. He was on the all rookie team, <clears throat> uh, three time all-star MVP, five time uh, season MVP, six-time finals MVP. And the thing that I like most about MJ and the thing that I think gets overlooked a lot when we're talking about MJ, nine-time all-defensive team. MJ is one of the top five defenders in in, in NBA history. Uh, and the fact that he took a year off to play baseball and then came back and dominated the NBA afterwards and then took three years off in retirement and came back and played for the Wizards and still averaged more than 20 points per game, like... It's uh, it's pretty crazy, man. I, I think, I, I think MJ is probably, in my opinion, the second greatest NBA player of all time, and he's a unanimous shooting guard pick for this all-time Easy team. Pick for the shooting guard. Um, he was just one of those players that you watch dominate every night in and night out. You know, you knew what he was going to come put out. You knew the output that you were expecting from Michael Jordan every single night. So. Michael Jordan's an easy pick of the shooting guard. Like, and the thing I love about Michael is, is look at his minutes played. Like, you don't see the average yep. minutes played that Michael did in his prime anymore with the with the NBA stars. And you look at the game, like, go look at his longevity. Like, it just in seasons, Michael didn't ever take games off. Like, the people resting this year because of uh, what do they call it? Fat uh, not fatigue, but um, load management. That like that wasn't a thing in in Michael's era like he played every single game uh in almost his first 13 seasons only two seasons did he not play every single game and he got injured in those two seasons but almost every single season he played at least 81 to 80 games in every single season the first 13 seasons like that that's the thing that impresses me most about michael is his longevity so yeah a unanimous pick michael jordan at shooting guard tomorrow we will have a uh, small forward and power forward and then on Wednesday, or excuse me, on Friday, we will have the all-time center. But yeah, I think we're I think yeah, we're creating no a good team doubt. here. Um, yeah, Michael Jordan was one of those players that will whip it out and say, "Have this for load management, LeBron." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not we're not doing any any load management here uh, with the uh, with the Chicago Bulls. I think I think Michael Jordan and. Uh, Michael Jordan and Gretzky, probably the two goat unanimous in the all-time team for their yeah, respective no sports, in my opinion. Billy, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from last night. In the NL East, the Padres fall to the Mets 2-0. Or, excuse me, the Phillies fall to the Mets 2-0. Padres beat the Marlins 9-4, and the Nationals fall to the Dodgers 9-3. On the Stumpet Games and Events calendar for tonight in the NL East, Braves at A's at 337. 
Atlanta Braves try to avoid the sweep from the Oakland A's. Never thought I'd utter those words this year. Uh, the Nats at the Dodgers at 410. The Padres at the Marlins at 640. And the Phillies at the Mets at 710. In the MLS, we have a midweek game between Atlanta United versus New England Revolution. Uh, if you haven't heard, TM5 United had an episode that came out yesterday, talked about the 1-1 draw down in Orlando this weekend and previewed the Atlanta United versus New England Revolution game tonight. We are back at home. If you have nothing to do, get out there, get to the bins and support this team and see if we can get some home field advantage and get three points against the New England Revolution yeah. tonight. I'm assuming that game's going to be on Apple TV. It will okay. be on FS1 as well. Yep, yep. From from, And if you ever need to know where it's going to be and what time it is going to start, Go to MLS uh, uh, something. I will have the website for you before this podcast okay. ends. Give me five seconds. <laughs> Speaking of, Bryce, you need another cup of coffee. Another Indeed, cup of coffee sir. Indeed, I do. By realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Warriors architect Bob Myers steps down, says it's time. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what that team does without him. I mean, he organized one of the greatest dynasties slash franchises the NBA has ever seen. So that's, um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what they do. I think they have some big questions this offseason. Uh, I want to say, I think Draymond's contract is up. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I know the Warriors have some, some big roster questions going into this offseason. So it'll be interesting to see without Bob Myers, you know, who, who do they retain? Who do they trade? All that fun stuff. Um, MLSKickoffTimes.com. They always have the exact kickoff time and what channel it'll be on. So, for instance, tonight's Atlanta, Atlanta versus New England game, the announced kickoff time is 7, and the actual kickoff time will apparently also be 7. Although Mike Conti on Twitter said the actual kickoff time is 725. So, so we'll see. MLSKickoffTimes.com usually has the actual kickoff time. Like if the TV coverage starts at 7.30, then they'll say the actual kickoff time right. is 7.39 or whatever it is. So, um, but yeah, 7 o'clock tonight on Apple TV uh, or FS1. This says FS1 right, Bryce, as this well. This next story is going to... It's just kind of a goofy... Like, what are you talking about, dude? Um, the zoo head coach, Eli Drinkwich, says college players through the NIL are making more money than his brother-in-law, who's a pediatrician. Quote, he saves lives. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, um, that's capitalism. First of all, how, how's that contract looking for you there, buddy? <laughs> how much does Eli Drinkwitz make? More, uh, that's more a, than that's a, a good freaking pediatrician. Uh... Drinkwitz makes six million this year, and that increases huh. to six point two five, then six five, then six huh. seven five, then seven million oh. in twenty twenty seven. Is he passing off his salary over to his brother in law? I don't. I don't huh. believe he is. I don't think he's donating any of his uh, any of his money to his brother in law, and I also don't think he saves lives. Um, could be wrong, Stop but I don't think he does. about the nil. If you don't like the nil, dude, that's Jeez. that's capitalism. Like that's that is. Pure and simple capitalism. You make as much money as people are willing to give you. That's, I mean, 
you know, do I think it's right that teachers get paid dog crap money and, and you know, NBA players and NFL players that don't put in half the work make bajillions of dollars? No, probably not right. But guess what? That's capitalism. People want to see NFL and NBA players. It's, it's a, it's, you know, it's a, it's a revenue generating sport. You know, it, it's not fair that firefighters and police officers and all these other service members get paid, you know, dog crap compared to what these athletes get paid. But, I mean, that's right. the system we live in. That's capitalism. I personally don't have any issues. But anyway, Eli, you you need to just take a little look at yourself in the mirror there, buddy. Also, you coach at Missouri, <laughs> dude. Shut up. Like... It's Missouri. You're not relevant. You never will be relevant. You're in the SEC. You are like a third-tier football program. Shut up. Someone who's not a third-tier football program, Kirby Smart, says the SEC schedule debate is, quote, the most overrated conversation in the world, unquote. <laughs> I love Kirby Smart, dude. He's just so no-nonsense. You know what I mean? Like... They were talking to him, they were interviewing uh, uh, and asking about the schedule thing with um, uh, Greg Sankey and all that. And, he, dude, he did not care at all. Just did not care. Just, you know, we don't, it's overrated. You know, I don't, I don't care about it. Play eight, play nine, who cares? Just tell me who I play, when I play, and where I play. And I'll go take the dogs over there and beat the <laughs> dog, you know what, out of them. I, lo- I, dude, I love Kirby Smart. Michael Malone <laughs> on facing the heat in the finals. This will be the Nuggets, quote, biggest challenge, unquote. Yeah, you know, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of stuff going around on if the Nuggets are going to overlook the heat in the finals because they're an eight seed uh, in, in, in Malone pretty much put that to bed. He said, you know, this is the NBA finals. It's not about seeding anymore. Who cares where they're seated? They're, they're one of one now in the East, and we're one of one now in the West. So the seeds don't really matter in the NBA Finals. I'd be shocked if the Nuggets overlooked the Heat just because of what the Heat have done in the playoffs. Um, and I'm, I'm having a hard time figuring out what team I want to cheer for here, man, because I like uh, I like Jokic and the Nuggets, and I love Jimmy, Bu- uh, Jimmy Buckets in the Heat. So um, I sort of just want to see a series go like six or seven games and be entertaining. You watch the NBA Finals, and I'll watch the NHL Final. Sounds good. Sounds good. We'll we'll have a full breakdown of oh, both because I I cannot wait for Saturday to get here for Game One. I'll be interested in the battle for Lordo if they get to a Game Five. If they get to a game five, I'll watch five, six, and seven. But I, if it's a if it's a sweep, like, but I mean, the NBA is the same way. Like most of the series in the NBA have been pretty lopsided, pretty one sided, um, except for the the Heat Boston series in the last round. But you know, I, I just hope for like a, a Bryce, six or we were seven talking game about series. this last night. You realize that the um, the Florida Panthers were the second wild card team. <laughs> Uh, no, no, I didn't know that. So, I mean, both Florida teams that are in the championships were both yeah. essentially the second wildcard team. I mean, because that's what the Heat yep. were after they lost the Hawks. And, Billy, I got a question for you, too. If the Heat win the NBA championship, do the Hawks get to hang a banner in, in uh, no. State Farm Arena? Why, why would we hang a banner in State Farm? Well, that's... Because we're the last team to oh. beat the Heat in the playoffs? Oh. I mean, we're essentially uh, NBA champions at the Heat. You know? 
Can we get a banner? Finally, <laughs> today in 1985, the <laughs> Saints are sold for $70.204 million. Jeez, dude. What a deal. I, I, can't, I can't even imagine what they're worth now. What did the, the commies just sell for? Do you remember? Yeah. And, and they're a shadow of the football franchise the New Orleans Saints are. So uh, what? what an inv- I mean, anybody who has bought an NFL team over the past 30 years, I mean, it's just been an absolutely insanely amazing investment. I mean, you've gotten your money back 65 billion no fold. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's. It's crazy how much these teams are being sold for. So $70 million, you know, back in 85 was obviously an insane amount of money. But how much they're worth now, I mean, that is that is a grade A investment. You got anything right else there. for us today, buddy? Nah, man. Hope the Oakland A's go to hell and the Braves beat the absolute dog crap out of them today. Um, if, we get, if we get swept by the Braves, I might not even show up tomorrow morning for a podcast. Or the A's. That's, yeah, not good. Not good. All right, that's it for the morning five for Wednesday, May 31st. Tomorrow will be tuned. Holy crap. Uh, For Bryce Sparling, I'm Billy Liddell. Have a great day, everybody. We will talk to you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbor. Just shake them. Shake your neighbor.